Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. Dear friends, welcome to the second Sunday of Lent. Last Sunday, our readings were focused on the theme of temptations. Adam and Eve were tempted, and they yielded to it. Jesus, in the gospel, fasted for forty, fasted and prayed for forty days. He was tempted, but he overcame his temptation. Why do they ask us to reflect on the theme of temptation in Lent? So that we can map out strategies in order to overcome our different temptations. Every day, we confront one temptation or the other as a doctor, as a nurse, as a priest, every day we are confronted with choices. And in these choices are the temptations. So when we make the wrong choices, we yield to certain temptations. So at Lent, as we go on with the discipline of Lent, we try to maneuver our way to overcome our various temptations. Today, the first reading pays attention to the call of Abraham to leave his comfort zone in Chaldea to go to the promised land. Abraham was a man of strong faith. He did not question or doubt God, but set out for the journey. God showered him with blessings by making him a father of the nations with so many descendants. It is unheard of to just hear God lavishing blessings. I will make you this. I will make you that. Blessings upon blessings. Abraham embarked on this journey despite the difficulties, the uncertainties. Where are you asking me to go? Do we have lands there? Do we have this, the security? But because of the faith he had in God, he went. That is why he had so many blessings. St. Paul, in the second reading, admonishes Timothy to bear his share in the hardships that comes with preaching the gospel, with the strength that comes from God. He further challenged him to a life of holiness. Hardships are bound to come as we undertake the Christian life, as we will later be hearing about Jesus at the mountain top, 
So in our hardship as Christians, we have to bear them like Abraham, our father in faith. Today the gospel is on the transfiguration at the mountain at Mount Tabo. The key to understanding transfiguration of Jesus lies in reading the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 16, verses 13 to 21. Jesus asked his disciples, Who do you say I am? Some say Elijah, John the Baptist, or one of the prophets. But he turned and said to the apostles, You, who do you say I am? Peter said, You are Jesus the Messiah. When Jesus understood, he had a glimpse of who he is and his mission, he went on to say, Jesus went ahead to announce his passion, death, and resurrection. Peter was overwhelmed with sorrows and couldn't just grasp the meaning of Jesus' prediction of his death on the cross He said, no, we'll fight to the nail to save you. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Get behind me. The way you are thinking is human and not divine. It is within this context that Jesus carried the three most closest apostles to the mountain top in order to have an experience. And when they went up, they had a profound experience. Jesus is always in the habit of going to the mountain to pray. Moses spent 40 days on Mount Sinai fasting and praying and brought the Ten Commandments. Exodus chapter 34, verses 28. Pope Benedict the 16 of Blessed Memories maintains that the mountains have great significance in scriptures, often denoting God's presence and closeness. The mountains, the mountain is where God had chosen to have his earthly home. Psalms 132, verse 13 to 14. The psalmist will still say, who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? The man with clean hands and pure heart. The man who has not robbed his neighbor. Psalms 24. Most of Jesus' teaching were carried out on the mountain. The mountains were where people had encounter with God. A little wonder then, Jesus is speaking the three most closest apostles to climb the mountain. When Jesus went up to the mountain with the three apostles to pray, they had a divine encounter that was awesome and indescribable. Jesus was transfigured. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. 
the three persons of the Holy Trinity, we are fully present. Jesus, the Son of the Father, was bodily present as the God-man. The presence of the Father is heard. This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. The same voice that, is heard, that was heard at Jesus' baptism. And the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, makes his presence perceivable in the form of the bright light. No one can just express in words what happened at the mountain top. They had a great encounter, a dramatic encounter that is inexplicable. The presence of Moses and Elijah, the two greatest prophets in the Old Testament, was felt. Moses represents the law. He wrote the Pentateuch, the five books, Genesis, Exodus, Deuteronomy, Leviticus, Numbers. And he predicted the coming of the great, the great prophet in Deuteronomy, chapter 18, verses 15 to 19. Elijah represents the prophets. The greatest of all the prophets is Elijah, who foretold the coming of the Messiah. Malachi, chapter 4, verse 5 and 6. Moses and Elijah, Moses and Elijah's presence with Jesus confirmed Jesus' messianic mission. He came to fulfill the law and the words of the prophets. And that is why he would say, I didn't come to condemn the prophets and the law, but to fulfill them. He came as a fulfillment of both the law and the prophet. He is the new Moses. And if you talk of a prophet, he is the prophet of all. Peter was impetuous to suggest building three tents for Jesus, Moses and Elijah. He was so overwhelmed by the encounter at the mountain top and never wanted to descend to undergo the cross before the crown. Remember when Jesus told him he must suffer grievously and be killed, but on the third day he will rise again. He said, God forbid bad thing. That will never happen to you. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. The encounter at the mountain top was for a purpose so that he will open their eyes to see the glory that lies ahead of him after all this had happened. So this encounter was to strengthen their faith against the scandal of Good Friday. The transfiguration is one of the most important events in the Gospels. It is the heart of the gospel. We are Jesus had to come pop and plan to declare his mission. That his mission is salvific. 
He came to die in order to save you and myself. He never said that in any place. All this time he was healing and proclaiming and preaching. But in order, he knew that time was fast spent and he was at the verge. He had to begin to open their eyes to talk reality. And this is the first time he is mentioning the reality. Telling them about what is about to happen to him. Jesus' divinity is revealed and shown through his humanity to the three disciples as a fortress of his heavenly glory. When Peter suggested, it is good that we are here, let us build three tents, what do you imagine? Peter didn't want to go back because everything was just perfect. Who will go to heaven and want to come back to earth? Nobody. Peter enjoyed the encounter at the mountaintop. And that was why he suggested, let's just make three tents for you so that we'll just remain and forget about the other apostles we left behind. Jesus said, no, I have to wear the cross before I will wear the crown. And the essence of all this was to give them a fortress of what his glory will be thereafter. So that this is intended to strengthen the faith of the apostles against the scandal of Good Friday. So that what happened on Good Friday, you know, still they ran away and left Jesus alone. Despite the fact they had seen the glory that would follow thereafter. He wanted to guard against the scandal of Good Friday. But still, they were human. They ran away and left him. The transfiguration story at length calls for persistence in prayer like Jesus and his disciples at the mountain top. We need the mountain top encounter in our day-to-day -day life even as we journey in length. The mountaintop experience, they went for prayer. And in the course of prayer, the whole atmosphere changed. The prayer, persistence in prayer, like Jesus and his disciples at the mountaintop. Such an encounter is life-transforming. Nobody prays and remains the same. And when we take our lens properly, it brings about transformation of our lives. It brings a great encounter. It opens our eyes, the eyes of believers, to remain faithful like Abraham on our journey of faith, to love him sincerely and to do everything possible to partake of the unspeakable event at the mountain top. When Peter had the encounter, he said, it's good that we are here. Let's make three turns. All of us would like to be, to have the mountaintop experience after our earthly journey. Lent is an, a period in which we discipline ourselves in order to partake of the mountaintop experience. 
The readings today are challenging us that despite our suffering here on earth, that our suffering can never be in vain. Abraham underwent all this and we saw the blessing. And that is why we can sing today, Abraham's blessings are mine. Abraham's blessings are mine. I am blessed in the morning, I am blessed in the evening. Abraham's blessings are mine. Hallelujah. Oh, land. No, hallelujah. But what am I saying? For Abraham's blessings to be yours, there is need for perseverance. The journey to the unknown, the ups and downs are obvious. The crosses are many. But after the crosses comes the crown. There can never be a crown without a cross. And that was why Jesus said, let's go back until after my agony, then the glorification. The essence of Jesus taking them to the mountain top was for them to have a great experience of the glory in heaven. And when they caught a glimpse of the glory, they didn't want to return back. But it was necessary for them to come back. You and myself are here to experience the cross. We need perseverance as St. Paul's admonished Timothy that in preaching the gospel there must always be hardship. But we are called to persevere. Perseverance overcome all difficulties. After our perseverance, then we can have the mountaintop experience. And this land should prepare us for the mountaintop experience, where we'll have all in all, where we'll be given our crowns after our crosses here on earth. Happy Sunday. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.sanneaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org. St. Anne, pray for us.